Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy pod that is racing into the void, embracing the simulation, right? If we live in a simulation, shouldn't we be taking risks? What's the harm? Pete, don't be crass. Don't act like you're in a multiverse. Why not? Say I'm uh, canceled. Say I'm jailed or banned. What are the fucking stakes? There are none in the multiverse. I'll just go to another dimension where I can, you know, watch videos of people playing video games on one screen while I play video games myself on another screen while a third screen feeds me my daily digital dose of Soma. See? We already live in the multiverse, guys. It's right in front of us. And we don't even feel it. Pete, I've got to... <laughs> people don't even care. Pete, I've got to go to a protest at a school board meeting because they're threatening my seven-year-old's right to concealed carry at recess. <laughs> I got to just take a deep breath sometimes. It's, you know, I got to save my energy because the apocalypse is coming. Pete, you don't have... You have low stamina. <laughs> You won't survive the apocalypse unless that Latvian guy in Carhartt pants saves you. <laughs> don't bring up Latvia today. I haven't had time to analyze that issue. And don't ever bring up a Latvian's britches on this show again. But, you know, it is true. Pete Z probably won't survive the apocalypse. But I will survive something else this fucking episode. Oh, and I forgot to properly introduce myself. My name, Pete Z. My title digital curation expert, and oh, by the way, an award-winning satirist in my own right. Quick break, right back with innovation you don't want to miss. Five. The fives. The fives. Today is five items never to bring to bed with caveats listed by San I Tai. And this was the genesis for the innovation I will reveal later. First item never to bring to bed, a ham sandwich and the caveat is, unless paired with a serving of pork and beans. Second item never to bring to bed, razor blades, unless in Munich. Okay, that's a pot shot at Germany, and I don't like it. I don't like attacking nation states with no, um, you know, underlying rationale attached to it. Third item never to bring to bed, taco. Unless your name is Flex or Tex or ripped pecs. <laughs> we don't talk about the pectoral muscle on MML, San. We talk about forearms. Um, fourth item never to bring to bed, Spanish rice, unless paired with fine Italian coffee. I like that. And a side of hypocrisy. Hmm, that does fit the, the motif of our MML product. Fifth item never to bring to bed, Twizzlers and zip ties, unless in Utah. Okay. And San offers a bonus item, and it is a raw salted pork line loin seasoned with cayenne pepper and garnished with fire-roasted tomatoes. And it says, see recipe on my only yams page. <laughs> only yams. Nice. Thank you, San. Your madcap offbeat humor was enjoyable. Now, San, the MML algorithm gobbled up your material faster than a, you know, chat GPT could consume a Screen Actors Guild member. Um, but, San, all your talk about food and snacks, it got me thinking. It got me into, like, an innovative uh, mindset. It was like a bolt from the blue. And I started wondering about tortilla chips. 
non-corn tortilla chips, mind you. Uh, you know how if you get some chips and salsa, it makes a really delicious snack or an appetizer, right? The only problem is if you serve this at home, invariably half the fucking bag of chips is just busted up into these little worthless pieces. Half the bag is fucking waste. But Pete, you could you could sprinkle the chip crumbs onto a delicious salad. No, that's not a snack. I'm talking about crowd-pleasing appetizers, not some super greens bullshit. I'm talking nourishment, not nibbling like a fucking stupid gerbil. I'm talking about chips. What kind of chip is the most efficient with the least waste? It's obviously Pringles. It's no fucking secret. Pete, are you proposing an extremely new creative tortilla chip package in a cylindrical um, can? Well, that would be logical. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a big corn executive saying, Pete, we here at uh, Mega Corn Co., uh, we're delighted to listen to MML and siphon off your wonderful ideas and use them to generate exorbitant profits while you and your, um, your ilk at MML and, and our employees continue to toil in awful working conditions. <laughs> Our shareholders love you, Pete. Um, you in a studio with your miserable MML executive producer. Pete, the, you know, the bits, Pete, about the status reports are hilarious. And our employees sweating in the fields day after day as we uh, at corporate stroke campaign contribution checks to politicians who claim to want, you know, the same people deported. <laughs> Pete, Pete, just between us, they'll never be deported. It would crush big corn and the entire economy. You see, my corn chip canister concept is no fucking good. What's the fucking point? I give them the idea. These executives get all their strategic concepts. They get them all from fucking niche comedy podcasts. But hang with me, folks. Quick break, and I'll reveal my truly innovative solution to the tortilla chip crumb problem. Now, without further delay, Pete, can you just say your stupid idea? Say it. Just say it? No, I'm not going to just say it. I also tested it. It's called fucking science. A real-world test was conducted. I'm not just sitting here behind a microphone just making shit up. My true uh, uh, innovation in modern snack manufacturing is very, very simple and very economical. It's called taco shells. Guess what? They don't break. They can be baked in minutes with very easy cleanup, and there's no crumbs. Guys, the solution is right in front of you. It's called taco shells. You simply prepare them as if you're going to serve tacos. But guess what? You split them in half, and you pair them with a restaurant-quality salsa. Your guests are going to be fucking amazed. Pete, where did you ever get these delicious semicircular tortilla chips? Oh, Oh, dear guest, it's a secret family recipe. I got it from my grandmother. Yeah, she was a, yeah, yeah, she was in the big fucking corn lobby. I'm just kidding. Be honest, Pete, did you get them from that complete bitch, Maud Sumpkins? I will never actually reveal the truth of where I came up with the concept. I should start an MML Labs project. We'd struggle to get going, you know, and then, you know, we get some, Seed money, maybe from big tech, but remain committed to our mission of independent research for the MML listener. 
Then we come up with this genius invention, kind of like this taco shell thing. And then as soon as we have success, big tech will swoop in, fire PZ, and proceed to monetize the fuck out of all of our creations. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Mail, 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 mail. Mail today. Subject Pete Z, official diagnosis of distemper. Oh boy, distemper. This sounds frightening. Um, before I get into the message itself, let me just say this innovation that I've revealed today of taco shells. It may seem pedestrian. It may seem trite to you. It is anything but that. What I revealed is strictly between us, please. Only MML listeners should apply these techniques. It's the only way to keep it um, pure. The message today regarding distemper reads, Pete, I've been reading up on some science and biology, and in my studies, I found an affliction that perfectly describes you. Distemper. You're constantly angry and flummoxed. Oh, I didn't know I was flummoxed. The mail continues. You're not even-tempered. You're not ill-tempered. You are distempered. Well, I can't argue with that, but how would one de-flummox oneself? I'll continue reading. It says, if you think about it, you'll agree with my diagnosis. Sadly, you didn't conduct any preventative care, and it may be too late for you. Oh, my God. How does this person know about my personal preventative care policies. I am, and the message continues, I am now selling a line of supplements that can 100% cure you. (laughs) My products are made with a proprietary blend of herbs and provide life-changing solutions. (laughs) Click here to begin your personal journey to becoming one with the universe. Signed, Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking, you all above Tommy fucking email me. <laughs> mark down, guys, mark down the fucking date. Um, and more fine Italian coffee if you don't fucking mind. Oh my God, folks. 2024's first email from Tommy and he's already concocted a foolish scheme selling secret remedies and trying to rope in his associates. The MO has not changed. Tommy, count me out. On your current trip down the road of the pyramid scheme, I'm going to put your fucking DBQ at 97, allowing three points because of the events of fall 2023 when your own 'er ne'er-do-well mother nearly killed the both of us, Tommy. Listeners, please see MML episode titled The Sumpkins Affair for a full reckoning. Anyway, Tommy, you can fucking forget it. Don't email me again on this topic I, you know, maybe rub some of your special uh, life-changing solution cream on your salves onto your atrophying fucking forearms. PZ sounds like. PZ sounds like this week coming in from C-Hub and says you can call me Chubb. <laughs> PZ sounds like a caring man that pauses his five-hour gaming session for 30 seconds to post thoughts and prayers for the latest mass casualty situation. Chubby, that was a softball just waiting to be smashed. And shouts to the suburban moms who offer thoughts and prayers moments before gallantly 
shielding their children from that literary pariah, Maya Angelou. PZ sounds like the only person who took the time to rewatch Cocaine Bear. PZ sounds like the sole reason America needed to be made great again. <laughs> Chubber, hopefully I can call you Chubber. Uh, credit to you for stepping on to the field of play in the game of niche comedy podcasting. You're welcome to submit anytime, unless Chubber, your last name happens to be Sumpkins. In that case, you can go fuck yourself. Again, see previous episode titled The Sumpkins Affair containing additional context and a listener warning. Pete Z neither knows nor fucking cares whether Maud Sumpkins is still among the living. Thank you all so much for joining me in a healthy, lean, corn-laden, catharsis-filled episode. If you like the show, hit us with a rating. Help us build our elite listening audience. If you want to write for the pod, please submit to our algorithm via pzcomedy at gmail. Please join me next week. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be a wonderful episode where I do the whole punch-up thing. Thank heavens, Pete. You really do need to punch up your stupid jokes. No. No, 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 no. Not punching up the writing, but punching up and afflicting the comforted. I will deliver a series of uppercuts so vicious. The only question is who the recipient will be. Will it be a big tech mogul, the corn industry, Tesla owners? Pete, don't you dare take a swing at little Jeffy Bezos. Ah, look who it is. What? What's that, your highness? Uh, My strange obsession with Latvia and Latvian-related matters is not of your concern. Now, let me finish before I get carried away and do something dumb, like, uh, you know, reveal that my new strategy is uh, a sanitation truck deployment method. God fucking damn. Sorry, folks. Until next week, keep your DBQ low, your swab enforcement policy current, and your ham of record in working order. (laughs) 